to News Nine Live podcast. I'm Neha Bhan. On the 15th of February, U.S. Republican and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley announced her presidential campaign for the 2024 elections. While Haley has been trying to garner as much attention as she can because of her Indian origin, will it help her? That, of course, remains to be seen. Now, interestingly, a recent Yahoo News and YouGov poll showed. that the entry of haley could shake up the competition between leading republican presidential candidates donald trump and florida governor ron desantis while desantis would likely outmatch trump in a one on one contest the addition of haley could skew the votes in favor of the former president according to the poll nikki ends up splitting votes in a way that desantis ends up with 35% of the votes Haley ends up with 11% of the votes and Trump leads the race with 38% of the votes. Let's dive into the subject. Joining me is journalist Rohit Sharma from the US. Hi Rohit, thanks for being here. Thank you Neha for having me. Rohit, is Nikki Haley's Indian identity going to help her become the US president? Let's start with that. You know, she has been going on about her identity as a daughter of Indian immigrants and the challenges she faced because of it in the past, but You know, don't Republicans generally frown upon discussion of race and racism? What exactly is her strategy? So, so the strategy is, and if you have to look at Nikki Haley's record in this case, right? She she ran from a deep South South Carolina state, you know, which is you know heartland of Republicans, right? And she was able to win there um, as a House of, I mean, as an Assemblywoman. um then also became a governor of a state and she she've been beating odds you know when she came into their house um she defeated the longest serving member of that house when she was running for governor nobody gave her you know any anything to be honest you know nobody thought she had a chance and she became the governor so i think the odds favored nikki haley and she probably says the fact that she's never lost a race which is true uh so to call nikki haley out uh, you know just yet you know would i think would be a mistake i mean people did not give donald trump a chance in 2015 when he was running right uh, for the election so i think you know it's it's too early but at the same time you know the, the polls that we have right now i think are irrelevant you know i think the most important polls probably will start happening in february march of next year when we've had few primary elections and would also depend on how she performs in debate and if anybody's watched nikki haley you know she's an excellent communicator uh, she can deliver speeches with panache she's got zingers up her sleeves so she's got everything that a traditional politician has now what remains to be seen is how people across the us and we're just not talking about south carolina across the us take her uh, looks like you know she was able to hit a uh, few nerves uh, within the republican party and also in the democratic party i mean if you if i don't know if you've seen or not um but yesterday one of the cnn's uh, prime time anchor uh, don lemon you know he he said something really really sexist uh, you know and that kind of tells you that you know her message probably is getting across not only within the republicans but also reaching out to the democrats right rohit will her participation in the 2024 republican primaries split anti trump votes in a way that favors the former president so that's the concern so if somebody's got to go back and look at you know how the primaries were held in 2015 uh there were a lot of competition you know, we had a lot of headlining you know senators at that point in time so the vote was getting split in a way that it did kind of help uh, donald trump and that's one of the concerns that the gop has right now is to try to narrow down the field as soon as they can so some of the private donors uh, you know who've spoken off the record you know have shared this concern 
uh, with the party, with the candidates that they're bankrolling right now, to let them understand that they would rather want to have a smaller field and only have a couple of people in the race uh, come, you know, the primaries next year in order to be able to not allow one candidate to get benefit of the splitting of the votes. Now, in terms of Nikki Haley, you know, her base is not Donald Trump's base. So when you're running in a primary election, one has got to keep in mind that there is a MAGA base and there is not so MAGA base. Uh, there is a moderate base and there's, there's something, you know, what, what used to be the center right kind of base. I think Nikki Haley's voter base is definitely not what Donald Trump's base is. And that is the point of concern. Like if somebody was, if somebody like uh, DeSantis probably jumps into the race, which we think he will in the summer, uh, then he would be splitting those MAGA votes from Donald Trump. So because, because the message of Nikki Haley is about being a moderate, being trying to sell the Reaganism uh, or selling Reaganism to the GOP right now in this in its current format, uh, I think there is that legitimate concern. Uh, but we'll probably see when Pence comes into the fray, which hopefully will be next month, uh, you'll probably start seeing that, you know, even um, it could help. I mean, in jumping of DeSantis and Mike Pence could actually help somebody who's not so ultra MAGA or who's on the other side of the Republican field. All right. How do you think she will deal with Trump, given her extremely mixed feelings about her former boss? You know, it's, it's very interesting. Yesterday, somebody, some of the commentary that came out from the Trump campaign was, you know, how she praised Trump in the past and, you know, how she promised that she was not going to run if Trump was going to run. But Trump himself said that she's more than welcome, which, again, uh, is, is, is conflicting because, you know, he has chosen few words, you know, and, and he's been a bully in, you know, coining terms for uh, his competitors, but he hasn't done that for Haley. So it's really interesting to, to see what happens. Uh, maybe he's also angry for the fact that her entering the race could help him. Uh, but for Nikki Haley, I think it is, it is a question that will be asked again and again. You know, she's, she was in New Hampshire last night. She's going to Iowa today. Uh, people in Iowa will ask her that question, you know, because she said things like in 2016, she did not endorse Trump. She endorsed Senator Marco Rubio. Uh, in, and then yet, you know, she gave up uh, the governorship and then went to the United Nations as his ambassador and said that he is one of the greatest presidents the United States has ever had. But if you looked at her speech that she gave her on, on the launch of her campaign, she said that, you know, it's, it's better to move past, you know, lost names and old people. So it's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, but as I've said, you know, I, I would I would not bet against uh, Nikki Haley. She I was at the, at the launch event. I mean, spoke to a few people over there. She's got it. Uh, the only the only thing is. It's it's tough once you become a front runner because then attacks come from all sides, not only Republicans. Uh, bear in mind the attacks will come from Democrats as well. So it'll be interesting to see. But uh, as far as Trump and Nikki Haley goes, I'm really excited to see what happens on the first debate. All right, but Rohit, what are her chances of winning? Oh, that's a billion dollar question, right? Um, ask me this question a year from now. <laughs> I'll probably tell you. Uh, but but no, in all seriousness, it, we're just getting started. So it would be it would be a fallacy to say you know predict anything. Uh, she she has a traditional campaign. Uh, some of the people that she's hired in her campaign are experienced enough, and she's got backing of the moderate wing of the Republican Party, including some of the senators who are speaking off the record. They would like to see her, like uh, Lindsey Graham, to see what she has to offer. So we have a long long way to go, uh, Neha. I, as I said, honestly, I think we probably can have this this discussion in a year's time, and we can probably place her. You know what's what her, what her chances are. 
But right now, uh, first things first, we've got to wait and watch who's entering the Republican uh, field and then how she performs in those early primary states. Right. Finally, Rohit, you know, if at all she wins the presidential race, how will she guide the relationship with India? I think it'll be strong. Uh, You know, and one thing that has happened over the years in the U.S., is India is viewed as uh, an important ally by both the parties, Republicans and Democrats, right? If you've seen Trump uh, in, in his time was able to bolster relationships with India and the U.S., and Biden has gone farther. A lot of people were concerned what happens if Biden was to, elect, to get elected. He's gone farther. I mean, he's not only in terms of, of saying, you know, that, hey, India is an ally, but things they have done together, uh, both the Biden administration and the Modi government. So I don't think uh, India's got to worry at all. Um, as far as Nikki Haley is concerned, uh, yes, there's this, this additional expectation that she is the daughter of Indian immigrants and she probably have that little bit of soft corner maybe or understanding of how India is. But I'll be honest, Neha, you know, we, we call uh, Americans who are Indians here, mostly we call them as coconuts, which are brown on the outside and white on the inside. Uh, and I think that that is what Nikki Haley is going to be. Uh, she is a very, very American, uh, and uh, she is going to keep the interest of her nation uh, above anything else. And what is interest of her nation right now is to bolster and strengthen relationships with India, and she will absolutely do that. I'll end the discussion on that note. Thank you, Rohit, for talking to me. Thank you all for listening. Have a great weekend.